Hello, welcome to Kate plus Nate. Uh, we just got back together to do another episode. And I'm Kate, if anybody just wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cousin Nate. It's been a while. Sorry, Nate. You know, I've been moving and planning a wedding and, you know, life catches up. But how you been? How you... Um, yeah, yeah, you have been busy. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but since that time, um, there has been some pretty big... Uh, occurrences in the world yeah yeah definitely i mean the the war in israel is probably the biggest one that's occurred since you know you and i have last met um that just i i have no words to say how horrible and monstrous and terrible hamas is and the fact that you have so many people supporting this terrorist group it just honestly baffles me. I mean, I, I can't explain how 1930s-esque, you know, Nazi Germany like this is. It's so scary. I've, I, I mean, I never thought I would live in a day where I would see anti-Semitism on such a height that I see it today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, um, I think it happened on a Saturday. And yes. I, I'm off on Saturdays, and um, I woke up just uh, how I typically do, just wanting to check the news and all the mm -hmm. politics going on. And uh, I opened up X, which uh, formerly Twitter, and I just saw horrific image after hor horrific image. And just as uh, uh, Katie has stated, there there has been a lot of support for Hamas. It seems like, and uh, that's really been a uh, surprising. Um, just today, which is uh, Saturday, the 28th of October, um, they had a uh, protest at, on a football field. Did you see that? I actually did not see that. Where was this at? Yeah, uh, I believe it was the, it was the Berkeley game against, um, oh. I, I don't know who they were playing. But of course, California. Yeah, you that's, know. <laughs> that's funny because I said that in my head when I saw it. I was like, they would do that. Yeah. I know. that it, It's okay. So I will say... It, the way Hamas did it, it was so strategic because specifically the way Judaism works is, right? Because Christianity, the Sabbath day for us is on a Sunday, right? Well, in Judaism, the Sabbath day is on a Saturday, right? So purposely Hamas did it on a day where particularly it's certain, you know, certain sects of Judaism specifically the way they do it is they do I, I forgot the name of it specifically it's not it's not i think i don't know if it is shabbat or whatever i can't remember how it's called but basically when you observe that you don't have any technology you don't have any like you're not exposed to tv you're not exposed to any sort of outside things specifically right so what you do basically though is that you know, you are, you know, you're just by yourself in the house or you're doing your own thing without any technological things and you're just relaxing that day. So people that were out there, they were probably like, you know, just doing their normal things, like typically things you would do on a Sunday morning, like, hey, like, you know, you are like specifically just relaxing, you know, you're, yeah. you're not doing anything like that. And so it's just one of those things where a lot of these people, in Israel were so caught off guard. But what really, really got me was those people at the music festival, really. 
I felt yeah. so bad for those people. Oh yeah, um, so did I. That, I mean, from what you said though, honestly, um, you said that their Saturday is like our Sunday. Mm-hmm. That, that's something I'm not too well aware of, and I, I have been seeing a lot of things that have been confusing me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like th- th- they're saying cease fire, right? And I, I do, um, in a sense, don't want them to continue the the bombing because there are still. Right. Innocent lives getting uh, hurt, but they're also using them as shields. So what are you supposed to do? Um, because they're sending out the bombs in uh, what Gaza or um, in Gaza mm-hmm. from um, right near the uh, an elementary school right. or uh, by the hospital that they thought was uh, bombed. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So what is uh, Israel supposed to do when they're doing that? Just allow them or, or bomb back? And um, it, it's it's just gotten really ugly. I'm yeah it's just i i just don't think i think a lot of people still want a two-state solution and i just don't think that's going to be the case i just don't think it's possible there's no way you can have a two-state solution when the state that is against you just you know completely wants to annihilate a certain group of people it's just no way that this is going to be possible at all so it's just one of those things where it's just I think a lot of people are wanting peace, and I do too. I'm not saying I want more, because I'm I don't want to be particularly involved in the Middle East. But because I'm I am a, a big you know strong Christian, and because this is Israel, and because you know you know Jewish people are you know God's children through the covenant of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You know, it is, you know, my, it's not only my want and desire to, you know, help Jewish people, but it's also my sacred duty to be for Israel and for the Jewish people in Israel. I mean, but even then, like, just look at all the people that like, in all the years, hundreds of years that, you know, Jewish people have been, you know, you know, tortured and like killed i mean they're i mean this is not a tale that is brand new this is a tale that has been as old as time itself and so it's just one of those things where you look at it and you really think about it and you're just like man how many times do we have to keep making this mistake and how many times do we have to like stand down? You know, I, I, cause I'll be honest, I'm tired of seeing, you know, anti-Semitism rising up again, yeah. you know, particularly, I mean, literally like did, you know, almost a hundred years after the second world war and, you know, post first world war, you know, like, do we not learn anything? <laughs> but I mean, I feel yeah. like also it goes, it harkens back to, I think what we discussed previously in our first, you know, episode where, you know, these kids, this generation is not getting the education that was previously there, right? And so we're not learning about what previously happened, particularly in the Second World War and particularly the Holocaust, you know? And I think it's just, it's so evident to me the way these Gen Xers are. I mean, did you see all those Jewish kids at NYU barricading themselves in the library? Did you see that? No, I did not. I did not. Yeah, Yeah. it was really scary. 
there was a mom that specifically was trying to attack Jewish students at NYU. And these kids had to barricade themselves in the library to keep safe because, you know. Was there a mob uh, of people? Yeah, it wasn't like one or two people. I mean, this, it had to be at least 50 plus people. Yeah, that is frightening. Yeah, I mean, and these poor kids, I mean, like, I would be frightened too, you know? Just for existing, really. Yeah, no joke. God, it's just awful. And then. Yeah, it is. And then a lot of the people that are denying, and we all know. We're not stupid, everybody. Like, we all know Iran was behind this. Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on. Do we have to, like, go there? Like, <laughs> We gave them uh, $100 billion or I, I believe it was around that amount. And then, uh, what, a week, two weeks, or just soon after, that, that's when the uh, Hamas right. strike on Israel happened. And um, also, we currently gave them... Um, some money as well because uh what we felt sorry for them (laughs) it's for humanitarian aid yeah there you go but um he said that joe biden i believe said they had um things in place to make sure that it got to where it needed to get to but if hamas is running that area right um how is that going to happen? Um, I mean, have you seen the pictures of uh some of the some of the terrorists from Hamas? Um, they have some of them had like um U- United Nation bags, and there was supposed to be like humanitarian bags. <laughs> I did not see that. Yeah, no. there are pictures of some of them. So that yeah, have they're that. getting our yeah our alleged aid, and and, and it's going to Hamas. And think about this, Nate. Remember how we horribly got out of Afghanistan yeah. and left all that stuff we have asked it yeah yeah I mean I mean there's no other way of putting it absolutely yeah. but like think of all the weapons and the trucks yeah. and everything that we left behind like are you serious like oh my gosh we're, we're arming um people around the world yeah exactly people who hate ideas hate our ideologies I mean I'm gonna. I had to have a question for you, Nate. Does this particular event that happened? You know, it's you know the war in Israel. You know, the last year we had the war in Ukraine, right? Yes. Is this honestly make you believe that the invasion of Taiwan is imminent at this point? Uh, yes, definitely, because um, we're. I feel like we're on the edge of World War Three. And um, yeah. if, if they, China wants to start that, they'll invade. Right. And I'll be honest. And this, I'm sorry. Uh, this is the best no, time to best time to invade because look who the president is. Can uh. barely finish a sentence. Can barely walk. Um, he's the way he got <laughs> the way he got out of uh, Afghanistan. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Like. If that's what you have to show to the world, Mm -hmm. they know you don't mean business. And so when they killed our soldiers, what did we do? We went over there and uh, what did we uh, drone strike somebody or. Yeah. uh, Yeah. But it ended ended up being a a father with his children. Yeah, I believe. But we're trying to show our muscles like, hey, yeah, we're going to strike back. And we just killed innocent people. Well, and then on top of it, too, look at all the people that we left behind in Afghanistan that helped us throughout the war. How dare we not yeah. help those people like they put their lives at risk to save us how did we not ever think about okay like they are priority number one 
we are going to help them. We're going to help them get out, come to America. These people deserve to be American citizens because they wanted democracy and a free civilization. How could we not have done that? It just baffles me. I mean, and then on top of it, too, like, did you hear about that girl today that was um, killed by, like, the police in Iran? It's like the the, uh, religious police that they have in Iran. Iran. Uh, No. Yeah. So she didn't wear hijab. And she doesn't want to wear hijab because, you know, obviously she just is like, you know, it's one, maybe she doesn't believe in, you know, in the in that religion, Islam specifically, or maybe if she did, maybe there are certain sects of Islam that don't believe in wearing a hijab. So she didn't want to wear hijab. Well, they basically the religious police over there in Iran killed her. And so, you know, obviously this brings up the idea of, oh, yeah, like, you know, human rights issues over there, you know, in Iran. Like, just how stupid can we be to give money to them? I mean, like, God. Uh, Yeah. And and we didn't even get a good deal out of it either because we swapped prisoners and then we gave them some money. Oh, like, and then they went and go and invaded Israel. Yeah, and then they did that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, it's one of those things where you just look at it and you're just like, oh my gosh, like how stupid do we look? I mean, literally, yes. we just look so stupid. Got a bunch of people killed. And then um, now we're giving money to Israel. Now we're giving money to uh, what Hamas, <laughs> basically. Yeah, um, and then and then giving money to Ukraine, which yeah, and still giving it, yeah. Exactly. Which I will be honest, that to me is like everything that's going on in Ukraine to me is so sketchy. But we'll we'll get into that maybe another episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I think it kind of ties in because. <laughs> We, we are giving them money still uh, currently, but I have not seen anything as tragic at all. Nothing compared to what I saw what happened in Israel. Oh my but yet we've been in a, a yeah. war. I mean, Ukraine has been in a war allegedly with Russia. I mean, well, they are in war um, for what, about two years? Yeah. And we have not seen anything as gruesome as that. So how bad is the war actually? I mean, but and then when you think about everything that happen in israel right i mean i i mean you the barbaric actions of hamas it's like how do you honestly sympathize with that group and uh, we it just it's happening a lot here in america yeah i mean new york city yeah has the biggest hub of like the of like jewish community right like and there was a whole lot of protests in support of Palestine, um, yeah, um, the Palestinians over there in New York too. It's so so to be Jewish in New York is uh, probably very frightening right now. Yeah, did you hear that they told they warned the Jewish community in New York City to not walk the streets, right, or go out wow. during their Sabbath day because they feared that mobs are gonna come and get them how scary is that i mean does yeah. that not remind you of like the 1930s with nazi germany and then what scares me and just kind of like really blows my mind is that like okay so and and i'm gonna go in a list a history lesson here i'm sorry everybody but um 
So back in the 1930s, a lot of the Nazis, you know, the Nazis really influenced the way universities ran, how their curriculum was, how everything was taught. You know, they, they were trying to influence the next generation of thinkers, right? But when you, if you think about it, like a lot of, a lot of what the left is doing really is reminiscent of like what the Nazis did. Influence these kids with like gender ideologies and, mm. you know, you know, silly, you know, <laughs> useless stuff. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, makes no sense. And that is, you know, to be honest, is unnatural. It really is unnatural. And I'm like, I, I just can't believe that, you know, we've gotten to a point where now we are not only indoctrinating these kids on, you know, the idea of no gender and whatnot and, you know, sexualizing children, but also anti-Semitism. I mean, if you really look back of what the Nazis did, the Nazis were doing the exact same thing. The exact same thing. I mean, this is like textbook stuff. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where it's just like, it, it, to me is like, is this, you know, as a Christian, you know, and as someone that, you know, believes of the second coming of Jesus is like, I, I've been really thinking lately, like, is this really, is this the end? You know, is Jesus coming back? And I've been hearing more and more Christians talking about this possibly being the end, you know, because the Bible talks about, you know, Israel, you know, once again becoming a, you know, a, a country again with, you know, a huge Jewish population. Yeah. And, you know, key players like Iran and Russia you know, being, you know, intertwined with this war. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, it makes me really think that, yes, it's coming, you know, but I obviously like, I'm not trying to scare people. I'm just saying like, hey, it's like, I genuinely believe it's near. I'm not going to pretend to know what it is, yeah. but it's coming. And I'm, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm preparing myself at this point. <laughs> you know? Yeah, my gut tells me something is coming. And it's, it's not good. So, uh, yeah, same here. I've been preparing myself as well. Um, me and Kate have uh, talked about making some more plans about being ready for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I feel like we're very near something that uh, could be very life-changing uh, right. very soon. And uh, on your point of indoctrination, I did do some, um, in my last episode on political Nathaniel, I did talk about some indoctrination and um, I did bring up how Candace Owens was talking about how her professor mm -hmm. um, wanted to um, talk about um, uh, the New York Times versus Donald Trump and how Donald Trump is wrong about things. And then a, right. uh, another article uh, from a 21-year-old, um, how he's talking about how the colleges taught his generation mm -hmm. to hate America, things like that. So mm -hmm. that that is definitely happening on these college campuses. And a lot of these uh, pro-Hamas or Palestine supporters from the river to the sea, um, free Palestine, um, a lot of that is coming from these college kids. Right. And that's at least what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm observing. So I think this indoctrination really is um, a real, mm -hmm. for sure. It is. And 
it's one of those things where I, I'm so glad I went to college when I did because I honestly, I, I genuinely don't believe I would have, if I would have had a college education. I don't even think my parents would have wanted me to go to college anymore at this point. If they know what they do know now, or, yeah. or if it was the way it is now. Yeah, yeah, because I will tell you, like, when I was going to college, it, it was getting to that point. You know, there were things that they were trying to indoctrinate, indoctrinate us on. So, sorry. Obviously, I can't talk today. <laughs> um, but, you know, but I also feel like there were people in place still that, you know, did have checks and balances in my, at least in my university that wouldn't allow such a thing. Now that's not even the case. That's not even the case at my university. I even found out my university, I went, if anybody wants to know, I went to St. Edwards University in Austin, Texas, right? And if anybody knows Austin, Texas is a very liberal town, okay? <laughs> like very liberal. And UT, it's like literally like 10 minutes away from UT. But I found out recently through one of my friends that I went to college with that there were students from not only organizations from St. Edwards, but also UT that came together to support Hamas. I could not oh, believe yeah. what I heard of my own alma mater doing that. I just, I was absolutely, utterly shocked. And so I... I I, you know, and it's just one of those things where it's like, I really genuinely believe if I had gone to college around this time, I think my parents would have probably pulled me out at this point. Yeah. They probably were like, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm not going to put funnel my money in this. And I'll be honest, like, you know, when Caleb and I have kids, I don't even genuinely believe that, you know, of course, like we'll be given the choice that they want to go to college, but it's not something I'm going to force my kids to do because, Look how they're doing everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. What if it's going to be worse when, when they grow up? Exactly. So. Why would I want them to be indoctrinated with ideologies like that? Yeah. You know, it's just really sad. But, um, hey, I actually wanted to give breaking news, actually. I saw it there on my phone just oh, now. Oh, cool. Uh, um, <laughs> actually, you know, the actor Matthew Perry yes. from Friends, he passed away, actually. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, yeah. He, I just found, I just saw on my phone a couple minutes ago. So, uh, did they give a cause of death? Um, I don't see a cause of death, but definitely, you know, he was unfortunately in a lot of drug use. Oh, okay. So he probably died, probably something to that effect, or maybe. Were you sorry? Were you a Friends uh, fan? Uh, me, I, Friends fan, I loved Friends. Absolutely. Like, I thought it was all right. I, I was more of a Seinfeld guy. I, yeah. I mean, it's all right. I mean, both are good. Probably because I'm older. No, no. I'm, no, I, but I, I mean, I grew up with Seinfeld too, but like, I don't know. Oh, it said that he, let me see here. I'm reading from the Daily Wire. It said that he, it was a possible cardiac arrest. He, Believe mm. that they drowned from his jacuzzi. Drowned in his jacuzzi. Yeah, no foul play. It's, oh, mm. oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know that's really sad though. Yeah, my mom sent me that, but I also got a notification. I always get notifications from da Daily Wire when there's breaking news. Oh, okay. And cool. so when I saw that, that was when I was explaining about the Sabbath, and I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 like, 
I saw it. I just almost went, I almost got distracted, but I had to kind of hone in back in what I was talking about. So I'm sorry if I sounded like I was rambling, but you did good. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to tell people about that and just, you know, let, we, we should definitely pray for Matthew Perry and his family. You know, they're, they're obviously heartbroken at this moment in time. So we can probably give a few moments of silence for him later on today. Um, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to tell you that because I thought that was like, you know, it's breaking news right now. So okay. no, yeah. Hey, I appreciate that. Okay. Um, but also um, back to um, some of the, uh, the Jewish people feeling uh, scared. Sure. Uh, the gun sales were up. Um, Doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, uh, I talked about an article on AOL dot com. It mm-hmm. was on October the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, the headline. Of course. The headline was "Gun Sales Up in North Texas Because of the Israel Hamas Conflict." Gun store owner says. So uh, the gun store owner also said, mm-hmm. uh, "The people are coming in and saying they are scared for their lives because of their religion. They are expecting to be attacked." He also said that there was a 300% increase in gun sales at his two locations immediately after the recent conflict surfaced in Israel and the Gaza Strip. So customers, he says, are primarily Jewish. Wow. So they're arming up because that's kind of what I do like about the Second Amendment. Yeah. And although uh, they are, what just happened, the the shooter, he was from where? Uh, th- this recent shooting. Oh yeah, the yeah, the one shooting. in Maine. Are Maine. Even... Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, that one. Um, they were saying he's mentally ill. Is yeah, that correct. Okay, so and then also the Uvalde shooter. They said he was mentally ill. Uh, TexasTribune.org. Uh, there's an article yeah. on. Uh, it was in 2022 though. Right. But uh, it was saying a former girlfriend interviewed by the FBI said she believed the shooter had been sexually assaulted at an early age by one of the mother's boyfriends but that the mother didn't believe him and his mother seems like a POS. So I'm sure she did not believe him. And I'm sure that really did lead to some mental illness. So um, here they are blaming the gun again. Um, you know, uh, second amendment, we need to ban right. assault rifles, etc. Right. But they're not talking about these mental illnesses. The El Paso shooter, I believe that was the uh, right. Walmart, mm-hmm. CNN.com. Uh, it's a 2020 article. Right. It says uh, his attorneys said in the motion that, uh, Crucis, uh, I guess the shooter, had been diagnosed with lifelong neurological and mental disabilities, right. which they described as severe. Right. And the accused shooter was allegedly in special education for most of his school years. Wow. So there's another mental illness. Um, the Parkland mm. shooter, mental illness. Um, Lewiston shooter, Nashville shooter, Fort right. Hood shooter, Sandy Hook shooter. Um, a lot of them um, can be related to mental illness, but yet we're still talking about the the gun rights. Right. And, and I feel like that is probably the worst thing to do right now. We just had um, Global Jihad Day that hope, uh, thankfully nothing happened here in America because we are armed up. Um, we just had that um, try to, right? They, they try to enact that around the globe. Right. But um, yeah, thankfully nothing happened. So it's, I think there's definitely something going on with mental illness right. rather than the, uh, the gun itself, for sure. I 100% agree with you. And I think it is something that I really wish Congress would actually be able to, you know, really look into why are so many 
people having so many mental crises. You know, like why why is the mental health here in the United States so horrible? You know, and I I believe it is due to various factors. I think you know, indoctrination is definitely one where you know like oh, you'll never, you know, you'll never be yourself if you don't transition or whatever, or you can never be yourself if, you, if you're not a part of this community or that community. Hating themselves, hating uh, the country they live in. Right, exactly. And so I, I think that's part of it, but I also believe it's the fact that, you know, you know, people that are, you know, assaulted and whatnot or unfortunately go through situations like that, there are not enough, you know, people that go through therapy or that are, you know, that are going through and, you know, checking up on their mental health or helping people through these trying times. So, of course, like, yeah, I, I mean, of course that would happen or of course someone would go through, you know, go through something or do something like that if they're not you know, being helped with. And I just think that the mental health crisis in the United States has gotten to a point where I I really do genuinely believe we need to do more studies and we need to get going on this because, you know, and it's not just older people, it's young kids, young kids, the suicide rate for children. has been rising. Yeah. Yeah. And it's horrible. Like, what are we trying to do? I mean, like, we're literally doing nothing. We're letting these we people <laughs> die. We are doing nothing. You know? And so it's just one of those things where it's, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I mean, I don't, I, I, I got nothing else to say about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm, it's, yeah, it, they're continuously pushing that. And I feel like the guns that we have here in America probably stopped global jihad day from happening here in america right so hell no i don't want to give them up and um the mental illness in my opinion is the uh what we should be going after Mm -hmm. Uh, trying to uh fix right and all the money we sent overseas to ukraine some of that could have been sent uh used for the mental illness here in america Mm -hmm. because there is an epidemic in our mental illness like you stated their suicide rate has gone up um, and we have been having a lot of mass shootings, and it can't all be attributed to the gun. It cannot. Right. I mean, somebody stated it perfectly. I think, I think it was my dad one time. He said to me, he goes, you know, a, you know, a gun doesn't kill a person. It's the person behind the gun that kills the person. And I was like, exactly. It is an inanimate object mm-hmm. that you know, it cannot fire on its own. It can't, there, even, it can't load on its own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it can't there's, do a lot, anything on its own. There really. is a person behind it that does it all. And so, and I apologize, that's my cat, by the way, if anybody hears. But, <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, there's always someone behind it. And it, it, it just harkens back to, you know, a lot of things that I, I, I've talked to you about before, Nate, where, you know, I think there are so many agendas that are happening that are going on and that, you know, that I I believe, I really do believe that, you know, it's not just the Democratic Party that's behind this, but it's also the Republican Party. And every single one of them are guilty of, 
not wanting to or trying to solve any sort of issues when it comes to mental health and you know and i i 100 agree with you about the day of jihad that i think if we didn't have our second amendment right i think things here in america would have been a lot worse you know but did you also hear that they uh, that Israel stopped a lot of gun restrictions because they had a lot of gun restrictions in the country. No. But now they're giving their citizens like AK, you know, AK, you know, like the no, guns. Really? And what, yeah. Wow. They did. Because, so they, they seem to think that it's the right way to go. Yeah. Like the Second Amendment right is like really taking over in Israel because, Great. you know, the they, slaughterings wouldn't would there probably wouldn't have been as bad for sure. Right. Exactly. If people were armed. Right. Exactly. And the fact that there were people that were armed and there are people that unfortunately, you know, probably didn't have a weapon at home. A lot of them died. And if they had had something to defend themselves, how many how many lives possibly could have been saved? You yeah. know, and if. If they would have maybe just took out one guy or two guys before they died, mm-hmm. they could have saved somebody else from getting killed or murdered or right. all that gruesome stuff that happened. Right. I mean, but we'll never know. I mean, that's yeah. the unfortunate part. So, But that is very interesting. So they, they do tend to think that that would stop something like that from happening. So why don't we see that? No. It's the agenda. But um, like you do did say, Republicans, Democrats, they're just not doing enough. No. The border is still wide open. We oh, we yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we just had our whole country threatened, and we're just like, all right, let's move on to the other to the, to the other war. No, no, that war is gonna come here right. if we leave this open. Right. And we just overlooked it. Like, okay, yeah, they they threatened all of America. Right. Oh well. No, I don't see oh well in that. No, definitely not. Yeah, I, I'm. I yeah. How many uh, people on the terror watch list? Was it, I think, over 100 this year? Or something I think they said so far this year that they've gotten, like, or they've gotten, like, 136, like, known terrorists that they had on their FBI watch list. Yes. That they've caught coming in through the southern border. You don't think that there's more people? And that's an all-time high, by the way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We are so stupid to have an open border. Like, oh, my gosh. But here we are protecting um, Israel's. No offense, but, I mean, we're giving a lot of money to them, and uh, we want their border to be secure, yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. which it should be. Mm -hmm. But that could happen here. We saw what could happen. So why are we not doing nothing? I definitely believe that, you you know, obviously, like, I, you know, I believe that we should still support Israel and the, you know, right to defend themselves on the border. But the money that I believe we're giving to Ukraine, what's it all really for? I think that all that That money. Yeah, exactly. All that money that we're giving to Ukraine and, you know, materials and, you know, weapons and stuff that we're giving to them. That should all stop, and then that should go all to our southern border. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Mike Pence talking a lot about that. Um, he was running for the presidential uh, uh, for 2024. Mm-hmm. You know he dropped out, right? Yes. I yes. saw that this morning. Because, yeah, so he thinks, oh, we have to protect Ukraine because if they uh, you know, overthrow Ukraine, then they're going to over <sighs> Man, man no, one, no one really was on your side about that. That's probably why he dropped off because – 
um, yeah, he was not getting enough people. Well, not to... just that, but he was never going to win. <laughs> he was never going to win. I didn't think he was either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think the only other candidate, actually, I would say two, besides Donald Trump, I think that have a real chance of getting the nomination is DeSantis and Ramaswamy. Yeah. You know? No, same here. But honestly, though, all the other ones, it's just like, okay, just like drop out. It's okay. We get it. Like, you know, but I <laughs> will. Yeah, you tried. You did the best you could. It's just not going to happen. And your best is not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but hey, I mean, I'm not, I don't hate some, I don't hate any of them. In fact, no, no. you know, I, you know, like, I, I don't mind Nikki Haley. Like, Nikki Haley makes a lot of great points, but. Do I think Nikki Haley would be president of the United States? No, I don't think she would be. I don't think she would be, especially uh, what, what had happened um, when she was on the interview, when she was saying, finish them, finish them. And I, I understand she was mad. We all saw the videos. Did right. You, okay, so you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know okay. exactly. Yeah, we, we all saw the videos, but a president has to be more composed than that, especially right, right now. We are near World War Three. We can't be saying finish them, finish them like it's Mortal Kombat, the video game. This is way more, um, so many lives on the line. Right. So I think we need to keep our cool. And who I thought kept their cool was Vivek Ramaswamy. I think Vivek's idea was really logical. You know, uh, you know, he agreed that we needed to not only keep the funding for Israel, but obviously, you know, extend more funding to Israel. But he also stated we need to stop the funding for Ukraine and put all the funding to the border, which I would hundred percent agreed with him. I was like, yes, it's exactly what we need to do. Them and they're walking and chewing gum at the same time thing. Okay. Well, that's (laughs) because they said that a lot during the the debates. So yeah, let's do the whole walking and chewing gum thing. Let's go ahead and secure our border. Right. And now let's go help Israel and um, Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. you have plenty of time and plenty of money. So right. if we've given secured, you the resources yeah. you need, you're going to be okay. It's Let's about have time, the rest yeah. of NATO help. <laughs> Seriously, where are they? I, they're not. They don't want to do anything because they, they, they don't care. And it's always us sticking our nose into something. Mm-hmm. But nobody else does. Yeah. And then we get blamed for it. So, yeah. you know, it's just a never ending cycle. It's so stupid. Uh, yeah. Like, it, it really pisses me off. What, are they, what good are they for if they're not going to be helping? us out or or helping with the funding it all has to fall on our shoulders and literally our shoulders because we're the taxpayers that's our tax money going overseas going everywhere else Mm -hmm. it's not going to us i just i i will say that in in my honest opinion like i just you know all the other nato countries need to be able to help ukraine if they really want if they really want to still help ukraine at this point, I think the United States just has done everything we possibly could. You know, we have given seven years worth of like military weapon reserves and like equipment and stuff. Did you know that? Uh, not Ukraine? seven years worth. No, I Is didn't it, know that. Yeah, it's like seven years worth. It, it's so stupid. It's like, okay, like, well, what happens if we go to war? Now exactly. we don't have it. Well, see, there, there lies my uh, conspiracy. We're committing an American suicide. We're giving away all of our money 
so we can go to their digital currency. We're giving away all our ammunition, so when mm-hmm. they attack us, we barely have anything. We're still fighting to get rid of our Second Amendment rights, so then when they attack us, the citizens don't have anything. So we're, I feel like it's an, an American suicide. How else do you explain mm-hmm. the stupid spending? And there's no and, other sorry, way to explain and it. And not doing anything about the border. Yeah, How do yeah. you explain it? No, there's no explanation other than I genuinely believe the Democratic Party and and, and some Republicans do. I'm going to put some Republicans oh, yeah. because, you know, they're in there. Some of them are in cahoots of this. I genuinely believe they all hate America and they they, they don't want us to succeed. Yeah. And every day we are just looking more and more stupid. And it's like, okay, like everybody already thinks we're stupid enough. Like I, I don't want to look more, you know, more like of an idiot than we already do. So, I mean, <laughs> but it also comes down to this too. I mean, I, I really, and, and this is where I genuinely believe this. I, I really believe that it truly is, an, a war against good versus evil at this point. And yeah. um, I was listening to Glenn Beck a couple days ago, and he really made a good point of we really have to verbally choose a side at this point. You know, now is the time that we have to choose sides and we have to make sure that we are, you know, we are on the good side, you know? Oh, the sides as in good and evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. And like my thing is, is like I will always be for Jesus Christ. Like he is my Lord and Savior, you know. And so, you know, I'm going to go at the side of where Christ is. And obviously my thing is, is like I'm going to go, you know, again, like, you know, defend Israel and, you know, you know, defend those who are, um, you know, you know, hating on, you know, your, hold on, how do I say this correctly? <laughs> you know, defend those who, who are being persecuted against and, you know, to, you know, make sure that anti-Semitism goes down. And, you know, I will say this one thing I will really give Ron DeSantis. I really say over Donald Trump that he has done with this whole Israel thing is that, Ron DeSantis has been getting a lot of Americans that have been stuck in Israel out. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that really, really makes him not only look good, but I mean, honestly, he's doing the absolute right thing because how are we not getting these Americans out and other countries have? Yeah. No. Yeah. And then uh, the first two days, I think Biden put a lid on his, uh, with his administration, um, Mm-hmm. Like at noon or something. Uh, the first two days that this this uh, war happened, right? And um, I think during that time, other people were trying to get uh, Americans out of there. But while I guess Biden, I don't know what he was doing. I have no idea. <laughs> I Biden. I will admit, I did vote for Biden, and it's oh, the don't biggest. Tell them. Don't tell. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I I will admit, I I'm the biggest idiot on the planet for voting for that guy. <laughs> like, I I I'm so serious. Like, oh my gosh, like I I cannot believe I voted for that idiot. You know, but I will be honest. Like, <laughs> 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 really, he sounds like that. But I'll be honest, like. When it comes time to the 2024 election, whoever is Biden's opposition, you know, I, 
I'm going to vote for them, you know? And so for me, whether it's DeSantis or whether it's, you know, Donald Trump or whether it's somebody, you know, somebody else that's running right now, like I want to vote for them. Yeah, I I can't vote Democrat right now. I I don't see any Democrat. Maybe uh, what Robert Kennedy, but he um, went independent. Did you know that? uh, uh, Yeah, actually, um, I forgot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there is no Democrat now. Yeah. (laughs) But I wouldn't have voted for Robert Kennedy just strictly because of the Democrat. And I know that kind of sounds a bit silly, but, man, we have gotten to a humongous hole under a Democrat. And we're on uh, the second war, and we might possibly be on a third war. And to toot my horn, Donald Trump, zero wars. So, yeah, Democrat right now is not the way to go, in my opinion. And um, I really do like Vivek and I like Trump. I feel like he's going to really drain the swamp this time. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I I mean, those are the better choices, in my opinion. No, I mean, I I mean, if you want to vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I mean, by all means, like, that's on you, boo. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like, he's not a terrible candidate in the sense of, I do like how he questions things. Yes. I I really do agree. Like, he questions COVID. He questions Dr. Fauci. You know, he questions, you know, China and, you know, it just economic crises that are going on here in America. He questions censorship. What I don't agree with Robert F. Kennedy is on abortion. I don't agree with him on, you know, environmental stuff. I mean, and then sometimes his way of thinking about um, social issues, it just just baffles me. I don't know. Like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is like, he's all right, but he's not someone that would get my vote, you know? And I and I honestly, I mean, if you guys want our opinion, we probably wouldn't recommend him. I mean, honestly, my vote probably, regardless or not, is going to go to Trump, yeah. you know, 100 percent. I think he's just going to get the nomination. And I don't I don't really see anybody else getting it. But if I had to choose a second candidate, it probably would be DeSantis. I really like Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he's so fantastic. And I think. He's just a firecracker, and yeah. I. But I just don't see him honestly getting the nomination. Now, where I do see Vivek going, as I really do honestly see Donald Trump choosing Vivek as a possible VP candidate. I think he'd be wise to do so. I think he should do it because yeah. honestly, like I think it would be amazing to have an older millennial now. You know, yes. at this point. Mixed you know, with Donald's uh, age and his experience. Right, exactly. I think it would be a good team. Right. Um, and I honestly think Vivek can actually articulate his thoughts better than anyone that I've listened to. Right. Um, as far as the presidential um, mm-hmm. um, people that are running for president. Uh, even Donald Trump. I, I love Trump, but I don't think he can articulate his uh, thoughts as well as Vivek. And I think that would really help having him as a vice president. But I agree. I'm not sure if he's open to playing second. So. I'm I'm not either, but I think I think if he would be silly not to take it up only because it would be an opportunity of a lifetime. And then if yeah. he yep. if he did run for president again, he would have the backing of Trump. 
And then he probably most likely would get that nomination. And he'd have the experience that people keep telling him that he doesn't have. Exactly. Um, Can I just switch this up real quick? Go for it. I want to get your thoughts on this. Did Did you see Joe Biden's chin? Did you see the chin? The photo of the chin? Is that the you one? You had to have seen the video. Where I... it looks like there's two balls on his chin. Oh, yes. I've seen that. You yes. saw the video, though. Yes, right? I did see the video. It looked weird. It was so... Oh, man. It was like something out of like a horror movie. Not gonna lie. It, yeah. No. Um. It. They, they admitted, Newsweek.com, that it, it sparked a conspiracy theory. And hell yeah, did it look like a double. Mm-hmm. It, 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 in my opinion, it, it definitely looked like one. Eye. That was weird. Why? Why is your chin going to do that? It was I... not moving normally. I mean, unless your face froze in a certain way, that I, I don't know. I don't do you know. Have any... I mean, I think probably the best explanation I could think of was like he was having like some sort of like neurological like thing that was going on that affected his face maybe that might maybe caused a cramp or like a spasm to occur on the chin yeah um that's my logical reasoning (laughs) um my my theory would be obviously like there's to me i go back again to religious you know conspiracies and it's like is he being possessed by like a demon or something or something like that? Yeah. I know it sounds really stupid to think of, but it's like it, nowadays nothing is I seriously. I know. I mean, nowadays like nothing honestly surprises me anymore no. with any of this crap. So yeah. it's just one of those things where I'm just like, it could be. But honestly, though, the and I, I have been reading. Um, this book called the return of gods right and it's by this um rabbi he's um he his name is jonathan khan right and if anybody knows who he is but if anybody who doesn't right he's what you call a a messianic jew right so he's a he's a jew that believes that jesus is the messiah right he's god and so he has been writing about how um, a lot of the previous gods like Baal or, you know, some of the Egyptian ones like Ra and all of them, you know, you know which ones I'm talking about, right? Or like the Greek ones yes. like Zeus, you know, oh, yeah. they all were like all those gods are like demons, right? And then like they all disappeared when like, you know, obviously like, you know, Judaism and Christianity like became the powerhouse basically of religion. Mm -hmm. And then now because, you know, people are becoming like, you know, atheists or not as like religious as they were, that like images of those demonic gods are like coming back and like people are worshiping them in like weirder ways. And it's, it's really weird and creepy, like how right he is. Because, you know, if you go to New York City, there is a, you know, it looks like, it looks like the Champs-Élysées, right? And if, I don't know if you know what the Champs-Élysées is. No. Okay, no. so it's this, like, arc statue in France, and they call it the Champs-Élysées, right? But it almost looks like it. But it's from, it's actually an old ancient piece from old Mesopotamia, which if anybody knows where Mesopotamia is, I believe it was, it's current day Iraq, right? 
and you know the you know the Mesopotamians, the Babylonians, like all of them, you know the Persians, you know all of them okay. believed in you know multiple <laughs> gods, right? Well, there's a statue from ancient Mesopotamia where they, it depicts these gods, right? But really, they're like demons. In the Bible, talks about those demons in the Old Testament and like how people back then used to sacrifice their children mm-hmm. to the, these supposed gods, yeah. but really they're demons, right? And it's basically like, you know, why would you have a statue like that in Central mm-hmm. Park? Yeah. And it, huh. it just, you know, it's like little things like that that people aren't realizing that are like huge and that are yeah. like, you know, people aren't paying attention, you know, they just look around they're like, oh, like, you know, whatever, like, you know, it's, that's kind of a cool art piece or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's not an art piece. It's like, <laughs> it's an yeah. evil demonic thing. Well, and then it's like, did you know the Statue of Liberty is mm-hmm. also based off of like a, a sexual goddess in ancient Babylon too? Did no, you? No, yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. And so it, the French had it, you know, you know, obviously, because remember, the Statue of Liberty is the 100 year gift from France, yes. right? So the French had built it off a model originally, right? They had their own smaller version of it in France. But the original model that they built it off of was this statue from ancient Babylon. And what the Statue of Liberty or that ancient goddess or demon really is, is like um, about sexual immorality and stuff. And so it just calls the question, it kind of goes back to, you know, why are so many Americans like addicted to pornography or sexual, you know, sexual, you know, like, not innuendos, but like sexual, you know, actions, right? Or things that are like sexual, right? They say sex sells. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. And so why are Americans so addicted to this? Well, it's because we have this statue that glorifies that (laughs) and it's like oh my god you're right it It just harkens back it just harkens back to that and so it's just one of those things where i just i just find it so interesting that he is calling back to things like that and it's just kind of creepy how we don't see that because we're just like oh well that's just a piece of art or it's just a statue but really the meaning behind it is so much more and it's just it's insane it's oh, just yeah. crazy that that does go back to us learning um, our history more i did not care at all about history growing up and now that i'm getting older and learning some of these things and seeing um stuff like what you're talking about like that's it's really interests me and i do wish i paid more attention to history it's very valuable i could see more of what's going on here mm-hmm. uh, had i did uh, know history but we destroyed the robert e lee statue oh, <laughs> oh my i thought that drives me up a wall i mean look. We did that. No, oh my god no i believe the demons right oh my we'll god leave the demons, right? oh my see that see that to me drives me crazy because it's like look i get it like Yes. Did Robert E. Lee fight for the Confederacy and fight for a side that was not for good? Absolutely. Yeah, he did. And he was wrong. 
And yeah, he was not the greatest human being for doing that. Sure. But I mean, yeah, and maybe we shouldn't have a statue in a, like a little town square glorifying it. Sure. Yeah. But these people were saying that, oh, we're going to put it in museums. No, they didn't. They, they like, yeah, it. they completely destroyed it. They a like. The museum would have been great because that's a way of teaching history. Yeah, exactly. But they didn't do that. Yeah. And they, they lied to the public about putting the statue. But instead, what did they do? They melt the statue yeah. and put something else. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Put Mal on there? I mean, like. <laughs> I mean. Joe Biden. I, I know. <laughs> oh my. Oh my lord. Imagine Two words, that. Made in America. <laughs> oh my god. I, yeah, right. For all we know, it's probably got some Chinese influence on it or yeah. something like that. Good god. But <laughs> to move on to another subject though, I wanted to talk to about Britney Spears. Did you hear anything about that whole thing, you know, or anything about Britney recently? Um, uh, not, not too much. I know she got out of the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, she did have a viral video of her with the knives. <laughs> oh yeah, God. I follow her on Instagram, you know, and I, I will be honest, like, she, to me, obviously, like, she has gone through so much. And I will tell you, like, I, so I, I, the reason why I bring up Britney Spears is because she recently had her autobiography come out. And I will tell you, some of the details I have been learning about it are just absolutely, like, atrocious. What's it out on? Um, so you can get it on Amazon, you know, you can get it through the Kindle, whatnot. Um, you can probably get it through Barnes and Noble, you know, if you want. Oh, so it's a book. It's a book, okay. like a legit yeah. book. Yeah. So it's an autobiography, which I doubt she actually wrote it. She probably had some like ghostwriter write it on her behalf, right? But, um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I will say that a lot of the things I read on it were quite frightening in the sense of, you know, to me, it's a cautionary tale of why I believe, like, sexually exploiting someone at a young age is so horrible. Yeah. And, and, and Brittany, I will say this, yeah, sure, like, did Brittany sometimes call it upon herself yeah, maybe when she was, like, in her early to mid-20s. Okay. But when you're talking about a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old, and you're talking about their boobs or their virginity, you know, and asking them if they're a virgin, like... They're eight... talking about that, like, in a magazine. Yeah. and Because magazines were in back then. Right. And sexualizing her, it's like, it gets to a point where you're just, like, ick. Yeah. You know, like right? Exactly. Like teenager. why? Yeah. Why do you talk about a teenager's? Yeah, and her boobs, right? And it's just it, like it's not like some, just some guy on the computer. It's like these big, huge tabloids. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. It's not just some random guy. It's oh these my huge, god. Uh, companies talking. About and I will so, say yeah. this: her dad is the biggest villain of all time. And, and, and I and I sincerely say he's like the worst father of the decade or of the past two decades because the fact he 
the fact is, is that he used her against her will very many times where he would use her kids, right? He'd be like, you have to do X amount of hours of work. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to see your kids. I mean, how would you like it if you were in conservatorship? And, you know, I told you, Nate, hey, Nate, you have to work 60 hours. And if you don't work these 60 hours, you can't see your kids. I'd hate it. Yeah, exactly. But she felt enslaved to do it because she thought it was the only way to go. Yeah. Was it, though, at the time? I I mean, no. I mean, she definitely could have fought the conservatorship a long time ago. But because she was so young and didn't know the system, and and I'll be honest, her 2000, it was a 2007 or 8 breakdown. I think it was 2008, right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it was 2008. I want to say it was. I mean, to me, when I witnessed that, I didn't think it was funny. Yeah, no, I didn't think it was either. I thought there's something wrong with this person. Yeah, I thought it was more of a cry for help. And yet all these people were like, relentlessly making fun of her and i just thought to myself i'm like why are we making fun of someone who's obviously in serious pain she was going through a divorce she had two young kids that she was fighting custody for which by the way kay federline like dude like what a jackass right i mean like to let your your ex-wife like go down that road are you serious I don't know much about that story, but it definitely felt like he just did that so he could get his payday. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think she was at a bad point in her life where she kind of, yeah. I guess, fell in love easily. Or I don't know. I her, mean, her story, yeah, that is saddening. And like like you were talking about the sexual sexualization with the, the statue. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and they definitely did that to her. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, I think besides her family being trash i mean let's just be honest i mean i mean the other the other big villain in her in her autobiography is justin timberlake i mean yeah i mean like the way i mean she took the brunt of the blame for cheating on him and she did cheat on him and i'm not excusing what she did you know but he had cheated on her not only you know, first, but multiple times with various different women. When she got pregnant with his kid, by the way, at 19. And Justin was like, you know, we're too young to have a family. He's like, he's like, screw this. Like, I don't want to be a dad. Like, I'm going to basically like check out and be like, make you get an abortion. And, and you know, and he didn't, I shouldn't say make her get an abortion because, I mean, she did decide it too. He's the one that talked her into it or yeah. did she want it at the time? No, or? she didn't want to have an oh. abortion. She told, she told the, whoever the ghostwriter was or she, you know, or, <laughs> you know, in her biography, she wrote that she really did want a family with Justin and she knew one day that she would have a family with Justin. At least that's what she thought. And she was excited and she was like oh it's just a bit sooner and she wanted the baby but justin was like no we're way too young i don't think this would be a good thing like you know abort the child but instead of aborting the child in a hospital he made her go 
you know, you, you know, sometimes one of the ways of aborting a baby is by taking a pill and doing it at home. Oh, yes. Okay. And so that's what she did. She was sitting in the bathroom while the abortion was occurring and she was in a lot of pain and he was just sitting there strumming his guitar instead of like emotionally being there for her. It was just so yeah, disgusting. Yeah. It just, but at her I, young age. Yeah, no joke. But you know, honestly, I, to me, I feel like Britney Spears is a cautionary tale of what happens when you get into the entertainment industry so young, and I just don't think it was really fair to her or to anybody else that was associated with her that really did want to help her. Um, that she was treated so horribly and that was abused by family members that really could have given a crap about her. And I just, I just feel so sorry for her ultimately. And, and honestly, I, I, I hope that she finds peace now in her life and that she, you know, goes off and lives her freedom and, you know, she wants to create more music, she can. But if not, I totally understand why she doesn't want to be in the industry anymore. Like, you know, but I thought it was just an interesting thing to bring up because it was just one of those things where I felt like this is a Britney Spears is a great example of what happens when you sexually exploit a child at such a young age, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the child stars had um, a lot of mental health issues. Oh, yeah. Um, Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. Okay. Uh, I think he's doing better now, though, right? He is. But you can't tell me that Michael Jackson did not molest him or anything. Oh, Oh, my God. Like, Uh I'm sorry. I don't believe that crock of crap that he didn't do anything. He (laughs) slept with little boys in his bed. That is so weird. Wonderland Ranch and. Yeah. Ew. Like, ew. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't really want to wonder what happened. I don't marriage. I don't want to know either. Like, yeah. ew, heck no. But uh, there's a lot of sick people in Hollywood. That's why I, I, you know, when I was in college, I wanted to be a director and stuff. But I'll be honest, like, getting my foot in that door for a little while, I will tell you, it was not something I wanted, and it was like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be involved in this anymore, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I did want to ask you about this. Okay. Uh, since um, I think you're more in tune with history than I am. Cool. Um, so Elon Musk had a, um, a X post today on his uh, formerly Twitter. It's called X. Mm-hmm. Um, today. And um, it it said, uh, Iran wants war. Look how close they put their country to our military bases. And in his picture, it showed 26 military bases that were surrounding Iran. Correct. So, I mean, uh, does that kind of feel like we poked that bear a little bit? or? I mean... <sighs> I mean, it's so hard to say... Oh, um, I'm so, sorry. And the picture showed a bunch of flags, so I, I counted 26. I don't know if that's actually the amount of bases around. I mean, there's probably more, but 26. But probably they're talking about like 26 major ones. But yeah. I mean, it's not unusual for various different countries to, you know, be involved in the Middle East. I mean, 
it it goes and ebbs and flows. I mean, for the longest time, the British Empire, you know, was involved in the Middle East, particularly during the First World War. And then post-World War II, you know, Russia tries to get involved with Afghanistan, particularly in the 80s. And then we get involved in the early 2000s, you know, post 9-11. So I think everybody has some ebbs and flows when it comes to the Middle East. I don't believe that we poked a bear in the sense of us having military bases because we do have to make sure that things are in order there. It's kind of like what we did post like World War II in Japan, mm-hmm. where we have a bunch of military bases over there just to make sure that everything in the Far East is like is good. Okay. You know. Yeah. But where I don't, where I do, and will agree and state is that our handling in the Middle East, I think, has definitely poked a lot of eyes. And I will say that, you know, our, our, the way we handled Iraq, first off, we never should have been involved in Iraq in the first place. But we completely uprooted their government system and then are like, okay, figure it out, you know, <laughs> yeah. with, with democracy. And I doubt Iraqis even wanted democracy. Yeah. And then it's the same thing with Afghanistan. I doubt the Afghanis, or at least some of them, I doubt wanted to have any sort of democracy. Yeah. You know, and particularly the, the Taliban retaking Afghanistan just shows you that to me, I really highly doubt that quickly, any right? one of them, yeah, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. I really highly doubt that any one of them wanted Western democracy. And the only one that does is Israel. That's why Israel is so free because, like, it's the only country that even has a gay pride parade. Oh, you don't do. see that in Iraq <laughs> or Iran. No. Oh my God. And, and but here, gays for Palestine. You know, oh, a lot of. Those oh signs. yeah, they would be <laughs> the first ones to be killed. Stoned, by... right? Probably stoned. Not just stoned. They would be hung. Yeah. They would probably it'd be like medieval torture, like they would be hung and quartered and whatnot. It, it'd be horrible yeah. what Hamas would do to gays and lesbians and bisexuals and transgenders, you know. And that that's also why some people, I know I'm just like kind of baffled or just like, mm-hmm. why? Like, why are they supporting that when, mm-hmm. do they not know? I mean, right. No, is that the indoctrination thing going on? Like It's the indoctrination. You you cannot tell me you did not learn anything. You, this is where I say this is such bullshit. It's like, okay, you cannot tell me you did not have some sort of history lesson in World War II. And I have heard that there are school systems that are purposely taking out, like, the Holocaust. And, yeah, they're you know, starting to do that, yeah. And, but, and that's the thing. You cannot not talk about the Holocaust and World War II because that is such a huge part of why Hitler did what he did. 
you're like literally leaving out 75% of what the war was about in Europe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, I mean, it, it's so stupid. It just, oh. You know what's getting me uh, too now though? Mm-hmm. So when, when our kids or the next generation after that, right, they're in school and right. they're being taught about Trump. Right. What textbook are they going to be teaching out of? I mean, probably not a textbook, but, right. you, you know, what um, curriculum are they going to be teaching? The, the part where Orange Man bad or Trump was actually pretty good because he did such and such. Orange you know? Man bad. <laughs> <laughs> you read that book? No, it's not a book. Yeah. If it was, I totally would read that just so I could see, like, for laughs. Yeah, for shits and giggles. That's her <laughs> darn sure. Oh my god. <laughs> so um, that that worries me because like I feel like I can point out so many cool and great things that he did. Mm -hmm. But what part of that are they gonna learn? And that's huge because that would change someone growing up into being more of a Democrat or a Republican right. or seeing things in a different light. Right. So who's going to approve what we teach our children about Donald Trump? Mm -hmm. That's what that, that scares me, honestly. And that is the part where, you know, it just, it gets me because if we're already talking and extracting things that happened 80 years ago, you can't tell me that they're not going to extract something that didn't happen just like a few seconds ago. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and that's where to me is like where the whole government conspiracy theories happen and whatnot. But and I'm not going to completely get into all of that because it's just way too much and way too little time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, but but this is where I, this is why I honestly believe in and this is my advice to people start buying old history books like history books from like the 90s or early 2000s you know or even the early 2010s before we got as corrupt as yeah, we are now exactly yeah. because what those history books do is they teach the correct history right the history that we are aware about right and so to me you definitely need to buy those you know and and it's so sad because even like now they're like they're erasing things that great americans did over it's like almost 300 years ago here from our time with the you know with the mayflower on up you know yeah. you know i bet you two bucks some of these kids won't even know what the mayflower compact is yeah uh, probably not yeah and I, I would doubt any of these kids would know who wrote the Declaration of Independence. You know who wrote the Declaration of Independence, Nate? Uh, yeah, it's uh, John, Han John Hancock. Uh, Jeff. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you had okay, it. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wrote it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's multiple people. Uh, no, it was just Thomas Jefferson. It was just Thomas. Okay. Yeah, okay. It was just Thomas Jefferson who Something wrote it. About okay. I mean, that's going to go away. And I did buy a dictionary mm -hmm. <laughs> for, yeah. purposely for what you're talking about. Yeah, no. And I will say that I, 
I will say the foundation of American history, like the very beginning of it, is so important to learn. Like, you know, who were these people in Jamestown? Who were these people in, on Roanoke Island? You know, does anybody know what Roanoke Island is? It was the lost colony. They don't call it the lost colony of Roanoke for no reason. It's people who disappeared because, you know, they they don't know where they went. And, you know, there could have been various things that happened to them, you know. But, you know, again, like, you know, things like, you know, history stuff like that or, you know, or um, who was Anne Hutchinson, you know, <laughs> you know, or, you know, who you know, who was William Penn, you know, or, you know, et cetera. Like, yeah. those are such important people, time frames, you know, important aspects of American history that I truly believe, I I will tell you, I, I highly doubt any of these kids really honestly know. And so it's just one of those things where I just, it just, it just makes me so sad, you know. And I just remember... Whenever I was learning American history, I would get so excited because I would love learning about the very beginning of our nation and what it stood for and why everybody did what they did. And to be honest, like, I don't feel like these kids had the same excitement about it, you know? Probably not. I I, I didn't have that excitement. I know that. But as far as today, I'm not too sure. Yeah. I just it just it just irritates me though but I mean I'm curious now as to what these kids are learning for science too <laughs> you know because you know the way I learned science and the way science was taught back in you know and when we were you and I were going to school I highly doubt it's the same YouTube has a lot of good videos yeah yeah oh interesting okay <laughs> I was just say, like, Bill Nye, the science guy, was a thing for us. I like him. I like him. <laughs> He's a quack, though, dude. Yeah. He is so crazy now. Like, I, I, I am so baffled that people would even trust him anymore, honestly. Just... But back in the day, he was entertaining, for sure. Right. I mean, but that was the point. He was just entertaining. Like... I, did I ever think he was actually a real scientist? Fuck no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but people take him seriously. So it's so, it's where have we gone? I mean, I just look at all these subjects and I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, when it comes to schools, like, what are they teaching these kids lately? Because I, I don't even know how half of this curriculum or half of the things they're doing could really be truly something that anybody would understand these days. You know, you and I, you know, I don't know if you really did read a lot of books in English or whatnot. No. I read, we had to read a shit ton of books. I mean, from really interesting ones to boring ones, right? And... I will tell you, I don't even know if half of these books that we read would even be accepted by public school standards anymore. I read To Kill a Mockingbird. You know they banned that in some schools? You know there's, yeah. And do you know there was a Taylor Swift class? Are you serious? Yeah. 
I think Ew. they they go through her lyrics and try to figure out. I, I don't know what she's out. saying. What she's all Horses. she's talking about is men. Get oh, over shit. it. Ugh. I'm not a Swifty, by the way. If anybody wants okay. to know, <laughs> I am not a Swift and never been. All the girls in high school loved Taylor Swift, and there I was, the lone one that never liked her. <laughs> But I but like that's the thing, like what happened to reading books like, you know, like To Kill a Mockingbird or you know, or other various ones. So So why did they um get rid of To Kill a Mockingbird? A lot of it had to deal with people believing it had a lot of racist implications in it and, and there wasn't, you know, it just People are so sensitive about things these days. You know, the littlest controversy that happened back in the day is something we can't mention anymore, which is why it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about eradication of, you know, history and education and, you know, indoctrinization and whatnot. It just, it goes back, it harkens back to that where people want others to be ignorant about the past and things that happened in the past. And we can't be, you know, whether the past was good or bad, you know, we should never be ignorant of things that other people did, whether it was good or bad. And yeah, America, are we perfect? No. Did we do things in our past that were terrible? Absolutely. We did. You know, but are we one of the worst nations on the planet? No, I I am so glad I live in this country. I have so much freedom that I could do what I want. I can, you know, do as I please, you know, per the laws of the land, you know, as long as I'm abiding by them, which I obviously do. We both obviously <laughs> do, yeah. you know, and so we enjoy these freedoms, but there are other countries like Iran or Russia or China where you don't have these freedoms and it's just terrible. And, you know, these people are being censored all the time or put into concentration camps or being chased after religious beliefs. And it's just it comes down to like, you know, what would you rather live in a country where, you know, you're constantly being told what to do or a country where you can have these freedoms? And even with... I choose freedom. Yeah, I choose freedom, too. <laughs> even even with these stupid quacks going around with the free Palestine. That, <laughs> oh, my God. I still would rather do that. I'm sorry. Just, yeah. you know, but I, I honestly do believe that we are headed towards another world war. I, I yeah. can't say it's going to be next year. I'm not going to say it's going to be the year after, but... I really genuinely believe it's going to be like within the next five to ten years. We'll be in like a global war, to be honest, because the way everything is headed, it's just headed that way. And it's looking every day. It's looking more and more like how World War II started, where it was such a slow burning progress, not progress, but progression that accumulated to the invasion of Poland in 1939. And then from that point on, you know, with the war in Europe and then eventually Japan joining and whatnot. So, 
And and a, a lot of that history and like us wanting to get rid of uh, the mockingbird, it's it's good to have our history so we can learn from it. Right. If we stop teaching about slavery, mm-hmm. and somebody has the bright idea to start enslaving people right. for whatever reason, and the generation didn't learn about slavery, mm-hmm. the the newer generation might think it's a good idea. Right. Exactly. And so I, I think getting rid of our history and even with the world wars, um, to know our history in the world war uh, will, could help, should help us um, mm-hmm. moving forward to not have more w- world wars. Right. And even, and this is why I, it is so important to learn, and that not just the second world war, it is important to learn about the first because I will tell you, the First World War is what led to the Second World War. If we did not punish Germany so harshly after the First World War, we probably wouldn't have had a Second World War. You know, that's why Hitler rose to power. Because Hitler rose to power because, you know, what he yes, he did hate Jews, but his main reason was... He wanted Germany once again to be glorified and to be put back on top and to not be, you know, put, you know, into the ground. And he thought the Jews were the problem. Yeah. And yeah, he definitely believed the Jews were the problem. And then he also believed that various other countries like Great Britain and America who fought against, you know, Austria, Austria, Hungary and, you know, the German Empire. You know, he thought they were the reason as to why Germany was the way it was today and blamed them and hated them. Yeah. You know, I mean, praise God that, you know, God was on our side the whole time. And we were fighting good versus evil in that war. And the good was fighting against anti-Semitism. Yeah. Fighting against you know, barbarism, not just from Nazi Germany, but from the Japanese too. And so we might be circulating right back to fighting (laughs) against that. Well, I mean, when you look at the way things happened during World War II, we had a two-front war, right? So we had the war in Europe. Yeah. And then we had the war in in the Pacific, in Asia, right? Mm -hmm. The way this is heading and going we're going to probably be in more of like a three front. So we're going to have everything that's happening in Europe, you know, with Ukraine and Russia, probably France and, you know, Great Britain and whatnot. Yeah. Then the other one will be Israel in the Middle East, right? That's going to be the second. And then I believe, and I genuinely believe the third is going to be China, Japan, Taiwan, all the Pacific Pacific and you know countries, yeah. you know Australia, New Zealand, you know all of them like. And then, with all the migrants, we might have a civil war. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think we're gonna have a civil war. I think what will happen is that we, for the first time in our country in a very long time, will be invaded by foreign entities in our land. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I will say it's been a very long time. And I think the last time we were truly invaded by anybody was the War of 1812. 
with Great Britain invading the our capital on the East Coast, and that's where the White House had burned down the first time, and everybody knows the War of 1812. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it. The yeah. White House burned down? Yeah, they burned, the British burnt down the White House. That's oh, why wow. the way the White House looks today is actually like the second building of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the whole thing burnt down. burnt down. Oh, wow. Burnt down. And I will say this, if anybody wants to know an interesting fact, interesting fact 101 about War of 1812, um, Dolly Madison, who was the first lady of the United States, because um, President Madison was the president at the time, um, Dolly Madison was living at the White House when, when she heard that the British were coming. And she decided to save all the artworks of the president, particularly that famous portrait of George Washington, Yeah, you know, that's in the White House. Yeah, She is the one that saved that portrait because it would have burnt down with the White House. Yeah. Right? Oh, wow. But she was like, nope, we are going to save everything about, you know, our history so far about America. And we are going to save as much things you know art you know artifacts as possible and that was the and george washington's portrait was one of those that she saved that's really cool yeah but um back to that though we kind of steered off no, that but sorry. no you're fine no no it was no but i mean back to that though i mean i do genuinely believe it's going to be a three-front war yeah um and that you know I don't believe America will have a civil war. I think what will happen is that we will be invaded by foreign entities, um, things that we've never foreseen in our lifetime, but that our ancestors or certain ancestors of ours seen in the past. Yeah. And I think it's going to be something where we're going to be fighting a lot domestically here against these foreign entities. Yeah. And these foreign entities are not just going to come from the southern border of Mexico, but I genuinely believe they're going to be coming from the border of Canada, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, people trying to come through the border because we have an open border policy, right? Yeah. And who knows how many hundreds and hundreds of people we've been letting in. So it's just one of those things where I, I, that's where I genuinely believe it's a three-front war. And that we're probably going to be spread really thin. Yes, because of yeah. what's happening on the homeland. And, right, right, yeah. right. And so it's going to be one of those things where, uh, man, I don't even know where we're going to be going. You know, at yeah. that point, you know where they're going to, what they're going to do. I mean, we already know who the access powers are. It's China. It's Russia. It's Iran. And it's Turkey. We know that's them. We all know they're all working the hoots together. That we all know that they work together all the time. They talk to each other. They, you know, could give crap about America. They all hate America. And they all hide the West. What's what's crazy to me is China's been very quiet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they are going to enter the chat sometime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they did send the, the ships out mm-hmm. um, over there. Um, 
Where do they send the ships out? Do you... Is it like Taiwan or is uh, it in the East? Where, Middle where, East? Yeah, the, somewhere in the Middle East where we were at. And China, oh. China um, has sent out some ships out there as well. So Of course they did. Yeah, because, so... they're, I, because they're buddy-buddy with Iran. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean... So that could already be uh, mm-hmm. in play already. Right. And I, I know I feel like they are just waiting for... A, I don't know what they're waiting for, honestly, because yeah, I I don't know. But I, I mean, I don't know either. But I just know that we are in a precipice of a global war, one that I've never seen in my lifetime. Nor I think any. I think the only other person in our family that we can honestly say has ever seen anything like this has been our grandmother. And our grandmother yeah. was a little girl when World War II ended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, and everybody else that had lived through the Second World War is practically almost gone at this point. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things where we are living in a time that our grandparents or great-grandparents have seen. And it's just, you know, it's a scary time. I really do believe it is. it is something that, I think everybody should be concerned about, but I don't think everybody should be like running around and screaming their heads off or anything and be like, Oh my God, I'm freaking out. But it, I can't stress this enough. Prepare, 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 prepare. And uh, if you do want to kind of, kind of chill out from all that, if you're in college at the university of Texas, you can take a class on the songs of Taylor Swift. (laughs) because <laughs> that's where it's at <laughs> well i certainly would not have done that class but i'm sure it's probably a fun class i'm sure there's a lot of tween girls that are there that are probably having the time of their lives but i will be honest though i mean i'm nate and i are not going to discuss everything that what happens in our family meetings <laughs> yeah but we do have family meetings where we talk about where's a meeting point you know, what kind of, you know, materials and things that we need to get. Uh, I do think people should start thinking like that because yeah. if, um, yeah, the foreign invasion. and mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I think it is time for that. I think so, too. Um, all right, Nate, that's all I have time for. Did you want to say anything else before we get going? No, uh, we have, we will have another episode. So that's when we can discuss more of that. Yeah, absolutely. But you all have a great night. This is Kate from Neat Plus Kate signing off. See you all later.